0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What up? This is Myron and you
1: are listening to the ride Red and Mustard, a Mariners podcast. The down on the docks on the other side of the tracks, Die bar style podcast oven about the seattle mariners and you're either getting this wherever you get your podcasts at or checking us out here right on the youtube all right so cal raleigh went on the flagship station this morning if you're seeing this this morning or he went on there yesterday and he changed the course changed the narrative that everybody's been talking because brock and salt got it out of him the revolution has begun all right maybe Maybe nothing really happened too much, but we're here. We're reacting to it by we. I'm talking about me and Hanno. We're talking about what happened in that interview, what people were saying, what people were hoping he was going to say, and talking a bit about Cal Raleigh and his contract going forward, and for the other people in the other side of this young core that are in their arbitrational years, talking about George Kirby gilbert and cal that's our other half of our three of the of the core along with jp julio and what's the guy's name oh yeah cal raleigh who we're talking about anyways i'm gonna shut the hell up and we're gonna get right into this right after this
0: get ready to play hardball in the kingdom
2: take me to the ball game i want to see the answer Hardball it again and again and again. Get it again. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom.
1: So Hannah, usually we are accustomed to a Thursday spot to listen to on the flagship from Jerry Depoto going deconstructing the depoto show trying to sift through as you say uh the script that uh 710 seattle script that uh the mariners give to 710 to be the mouthpiece. um <laughs> uh today though they had Cal raleigh on their uh the brock and sock show your favorite show in all of radio Uh, they had Cal Raleigh this morning
2: yeah I got a chance to listen to it Uh, um, it wasn't anything that surprised me I mean I wasn't looking for Cal to come off like his last interview where he teed off on the team you know Um, I don't know if people were looking for that or that kind of reaction after what has kind of gone down in the trades and all that but I just didn't see that coming that way. I mean, I understand where Cal came from in the very beginning, on that first interview, or first, uh, yeah, interview when um, after the game. I mean, it's a totally different scenario. He's in the off now, and it, you know, coming out of the game and the heat of the battle and getting can't or getting uh, eliminated from the playoffs uh, right after you know being having a microphone shoved in your face. I mean, it's just a whole totally different thing. Yes, yeah. I mean. It's-
1: Today they were talking to him on a golf course, probably in what Florida, relaxing. Maybe three hours ahead. Maybe he's having a piña colada. Uh, there's there's nothing to be upset about. I I think fans were wanting him to come on. You know, delusions of grandeur of him being like, you know what? They need to get some money together, and they need to get us these players. And that didn't happen, nor did I expect that to happen. But, you know, Mariners Twitter, Mariners Trollers, that's what they wanted to hear. That was their wet dream.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I get it uh, why people feel that way, though. It's been, you know, a couple decades with one playoff appearance. Um, We mention it all the time. They've had a plan. The plan seemed to be working and and going and going to plan, and uh, they veered away from that plan a little bit last year, and then this year they take a step back and and say that they're not going to be expanding the uh, the money for the team, this the the salaries, but uh, that doesn't mean everything end all be all either. So it uh. I just felt like they I wish they were farther along in their whole process cuz god they were 2 years ago you know they were right neck and neck with the eventual world series champion uh Houston Astros but uh yeah it's enough looking back and forth and going over the same thing over and over but uh yeah I mean this just, episode
1: this episode is, you know, he didn't, there was really nothing there to be honest for me. It was just kind of like, if you were looking, I guess what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say is their segment with Cal. If you were looking for the big fireworks, if you were getting something that was like, hey, look what Cal said, and trying to get part two or a carryover or a spin off of what he said in the. Dug out right after they were Eliminated from the game you didn't get it And that's Fine I didn't think you were gonna get it And what we're getting Out of this is what a great leader he's a Leader and he's a leader and when asked do you think you're a leader Or the leader of the clubhouse and He smartly said hey there's a Lot of leaders in that clubhouse
2: Yeah I mean we've talked before uh, During last season about the leadership And you know JP was obviously mentioned, but I have always felt that Cal is one of the leaders, if not the leader, um, just the way, you know, he carries himself. He is the catcher. He sees the game from that perspective. And, um, you know, JP hadn't really developed into the, one of the better players, um, until last year on the roster. I mean, you still you can still be a leader and not be the best player, but it's easier to be a leader when you're doing good. So I uh, I just agree. I think him and JP are the leaders.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like it was interesting choice to have Cal Raleigh on uh right now at this point. I wonder what the the motivation or agenda behind 710 was to do that i don't know if it's just a random we're gonna talk to a mariner at this time of the year it seems like that would be something more so you would talk to them in january or uh early february
2: that's a good point i didn't even look at it or think of it in that aspect um yeah um yeah, you, if you would have a player on at this time of year, you would ask them about their summer and, you know, are they getting ready for training and all that stuff. And they did answer those questions. And I enjoyed the question where they asked him, um, do you guys as teammates talk about it, uh, the moves that are being made? And he says, of course, you know, I mean, anybody would. I would have been interested to hear if he said, if they would, I wish they would have asked him uh, if he talked to any of the guys that got um, traded. You know, J.K., Gino, or Marco. I mean, he wouldn't have said much. You know, he could have, he would have just said, yeah, I talked to him. But, you know, put put it yourself works. in, in cow's shoes. He's not going to open up about private conversations, but he's honest. You know, of course, their teammates uh, talk about what's going on. And,
1: and look, to be fair, Brock and Salk aren't going to ask him that either.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean.
1: They know what to ask and what not to ask. I, I would have really liked to maybe, I don't know, maybe Cal come on here and we could talk to him and ask him about that because yeah, of course he's going to talk to JK. I mean, they, they grew up in this organization together and you know, Jared coined him the big dumper, gave him the nickname. They're Great. obviously, close. they're obviously close. They're both guys that went up and down from Tacoma and Seattle for a bit. Um, I'm sure he wasn't happy about it. We know that uh, Jared, that's a whole nother podcast. I mean, what happy Jared is going to Atlanta. Um, Check out our happy Jared segment that we will have here on the, on the YouTube channel. Anything else that you have to say about Cal and this interview?
2: Um, No, I just, it's a basic, just in off season interview.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's what I, that's what I thought it was. But when you said, oh, I didn't know that people were anticipating, you can go on social media and we could read some of that right now. What people were, uh, let's see, let's just go to this. Let's go to your favorite uh, reporter. I mean, your favorite host. Um, I hope they can see the sarcasm in my voice when. (laughs) Like this, you go um, Brock MVP, H-I-M, Brock MVP MVP. H I M D Y. You'll be able to hear his disappointment in the front office without him saying anything. I'm not sure we could get that. Maybe there when when he asked him, he was just kind of like, eh, it is what it is. That's kind of the vibe I got from him.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've heard Cal earlier in the offseason on foul territory do an interview with those guys, and they're a little bit, you know they're not kind of like the the flagship where they just let her rip and ask him what he thinks about Jerry DePoto's comments and the 54% and all that, and kind of go, you know, don't beat around the bush and just ask the question and he just answered. And he's going to have to answer that for himself. It's not up to me, you know? So, I mean, it's all in the, in the questions too. And Cal has gone through that and, and, you know, this, the flagship is just different. And I'm not saying that they're a cupcake or anything. I'm just saying Cal has done enough interviews with the offseason that the mariners have had, the press conference at the end. He's well versed on what to say now, you know.
1: Because this is Stanton. When Cal is asked about his thoughts, and it's the meme, uh, <laughs> it's the meme of Ben Stiller from Billy Madison doing the throat slash, and he's the orderly in Billy Madison. That one's pretty good. Uh Let's see. During the interview, zero questions of substance so far. Have you not asked about reduction of payroll? Hello, that was from Ronaldo Botticelli, the alpha male. Um, Let's see what else. Going to ask questions tougher. Going to ask questions tough. What's this? Going to ask how tougher question than you've ever asked Jerry. Here's (laughs) another one. Here's one from 23 hours ago prior to the, uh, so this is last night. Oh man, that's going to be good. Another person said, this is hundred percent juicy. Uh, oh, this is going to be good. Uh, here's another one. Ask him what franchises he respects most in the MLB. Uh, here we go. Cal wishing for a transfer portal. (laughs) Oh man! Someone else thought prior to this. Mike's gonna try to bait him into reactionary comments. The entire interview feels like a lose lose. Honestly, I think uh, I think Mike stayed. They kind of stayed away from it a bit there in that interview until the very end. Um, and here's the other ones too. Not good when the guy who called out ownership is the first one to speak. So. There was a lot of this, and then if you you know you go on to Reddit, it's even worse. Um yeah, here's a good one if you're watching on YouTube. Uh Angry Arlos puts Brock and Salt practicing for their questions, and it's a a gif of a softball being pitched.
2: Yeah, I mean Another- that's funny and stuff, and maybe that. It just, the the interview and the, it just, what what are you going to grill them on? Hey, Cal, are you uh, as mad as you were right after getting eliminated from the playoffs as you are now with the mariners not doing payroll? You asked and said that, you know, Texas goes out and gets players and what happens? They end up in the World Series. Are you still asking for that? You know what I mean?
1: Right uh someone else chimed in saying the mariners sure shut up cal again what's he supposed to say um are you trying to get cal in trouble says another person another person him if he believes that ownership will do whatever it takes to make this a contender we all know his answer but do it for us
2: you know, if that question was asked, I believe Cal would say what he said earlier in a similar question. He would say, hey, that's up to them and I'm part of this team and it's part of being part of this team is to make sure it's us as players that we're prepared and ready and it's not for us to worry about. I mean, but obviously he feels that, you know, if they had some all-stars, it makes it easier for sure.
1: Yeah, and here's one when they first announced it. <laughs> this was this is what I think the the fan base's feeling was last night before when they heard this news. They were like, "Hopefully, this is from Dinkin Flicka. Uh, Hopefully, at Life Cougs. Hopefully, we get an unhinged cow that rips into this poverty franchise like it deserves."
2: Absolutely, we're out for blood
1: <laughs> hey now! I feel like the person If you were gonna Get any answers from There's only one person That really has those answers And that's John Stanton And we've put out You know, a short video On the YouTube shorts And uh, What, Instagram and uh TikTok, that's right, we're on TikTok
2: It'd be nice if the ownership just put out some reassuring words like, don't worry, um, we're going to spend some money. You know, probably not as much as you guys thought. You know, silence is just like had people guessing.
1: I mean, we could have guessed this already, but now it's I think for the general fan, we know it's, it's not Scott Service's fault and it's not
2: Jerry DePoto's. I just think it's a culmination of a lot. It's the rebuild. The last year not making any successful moves, the off season, the comments, the 54%, this last trade that most people in the baseball world thought was just foolish. It was just a salary dump and the Mariners got nothing in return to equal what they gave up. So I think it's just a lot of frustration in wanting to know When is this rebuild we've been talking about for 10 years or eight years or whatever? When Mm -hmm. are we gonna? When's it gonna happen?
1: He's the guy that they need to get on the radio, he's the one that needs to say something. And I think Ninja, when he was on here, put it best where he just should come on and say, Hey, we thought we were gonna spend more money, we're not. Here's why, here's what we're gonna do, blah blah blah. We know it's not gonna happen if it if it were to happen, it would have happened already. Is my feeling.
2: Yeah, there's not really a position for him to change the narrative or win the interview to change people's opinions no matter what. It's a lose-lose situation, probably. But I agree with you. It'd be nice to hear him explain that. But then again, I go back to this manner ownership group and front office they say a lot of things and and so what can you really take their word for supercross this weekend in the kingdom the coorsbeer supercross doubleheader Seattle, just Saturday night at 7.30 and Sunday afternoon at 2. The 1988 AMA Supercross Tour. Motorcycle Media on an incredible dirt battleground that treats man and machine the same way. With absolutely no respect. See the best. National champion Jeff Ward. Former champion Ricky Johnson. Tickets at all Ticketmaster locations, including the Bond Tower records and video and participating Honda dealers. The Coors Beer
0: Supercross. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue was is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the ac system you want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time ac pro recharge kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero diy experience in less than 10 minutes save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an ac pro recharge kit today be a pro with ac pro this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news
1: You know, the narrative, it seems like everybody keeps saying, like, he's as good as gone. He's as good as gone. And I don't understand when people are saying that. Can you explain that more to me? Because as far as me looking up his uh contract that he's on, he he still has a few years. Yes, he's going to have arbitration. Is it because he's a Boris guy? What what is the why is that kind of Something that people say.
2: Um, I just think that one it has to do with the comments he made after the in the in the clubhouse after being eliminated last year. His frustration. You mentioned Boris. That's another thing. And uh, he didn't say it now. And he said this: the correct answer. You know, it's not up to him. It's up to ownership and management to play. Put put the team together, and and it's hit up to him and the rest of his teammates to be in the best shape and be as well prepared as they can for the season. And, and it's on the players too. And he's right. And, uh, but I I just, I mean, Scott Boris has come out and said comments about the Mariner organization, not being serious about winning. Um, That's the narrative with with a lot of Mariner fans and it's kind of, you know, they don't spend the money they're cheap, blah, blah, blah. So I think you just kind of, start putting two and two together and it just kind of makes a little sense Cal's a winner you can tell that by the way he plays um the drive that he has the the competitiveness the frustration you know uh you can see when he some of his mannerisms during the game but and then him speaking out like I mentioned in the dugout I mean that's a big deal so uh that's kind of where I think it comes from
1: Well, as you can see right here on the screen, uh, we are looking at Kyle Raleigh's current contract that he's on. This is the last pre arbitration year. This is the last year you're getting him at a uh, big discount. Uh, then 25, 26, 27 are his uh, three arbitrational years. So, I mean, if I get it. And after 2027, he's either going to walk or you're going to trade him in 27. So when people talk about he's as good as gone, that's a lot of time. And let's just even say arbitration, too. He's not going to get to his first arbitration and be gone. I just don't see that happening.
2: Yeah, uh, it's hard to say. I mean it's been well documented about players who spoke out too. cal has spoken out and i think that's a reason too you know he could be traded it seems to happen quite a bit with players that speak out going back into the 90s with jeff nelson um and then players uh recently paul seawald uh, that spoke out so i mean there is a coincidence or lack thereof a coincidence in moves that happen to guys that speak out um i would you talked about losing Cal. i certainly don't want to i think he's a gift switch hitting catcher that calls a good game can block he does it all you know and does it for 150 games behind the plate it seems like
1: yeah that's what i'm i'm wondering why people always say hey well he's good as gone you see that You see that all the time on online. You see that all the time in social media. And it's like, I don't, he's not going to go anywhere. I don't think this is a guy that you got to worry about going anywhere in two or three years. And if you are worried about him going in two or three years, then you're kind of contradicting yourself about this next season. And we're, we're, when you're saying, well, I don't want to think about two or three years down the road. I want to think about just this season. And as far as him being here, this, this season, he's here. I don't see, and we could save this recording, I don't see the Mariners trading Cal if things go south this season, which they very well can if they don't get more offense. But I feel like he's safe being here. I think Cal is one of those important pillars to the Mariners going forward and to the legacy of
2: the team. I I just gonna say I feel like and we've talked about it before he's one of the untouchables on the team with Julio and him but um, then again you know this ownership has changed their tune on a lot of things and I've told you before it's always a trust thing so I don't know could it happen couldn't it happen I will never say no with anything the way this team operates
1: Uh, and a lot of (laughs) And again, there's more of this, if I don't see him sticking around, I don't blame him if he leaves. And it's like, he can't leave. He can't leave. The Mariners have to trade him. So there's no, there's no leaving. There's no Cal leaving until after the 2027.
2: Well, he can demand a trade. He can demand a trade. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but he could demand one.
1: Absolutely do you see um do you see him demanding a trade? Let me ask you, let me put you on the hot seat here, Hannah. do you see do you see him right now demanding a trade in the next three years? Um,
2: i i I don't know, but it would not surprise me and let's say in a few year two or three from 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 today. It would not surprise me, no. So
1: we're still doing this podcast in three years here on the great Odyssey. Because that's where we'll be in three years, right? We'll still be doing this podcast for Odyssey. I don't
2: know where I'm going to be in 30 minutes.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I know in three years I'll be right here on Odyssey. I'm wondering if we can ha- we pull this clip up and and you're like, I'm going to say... Cal Raleigh ain't going anywhere. I'm going to say he's going to get it. He's going to be one of the Mariners. I think that you're going to see, get a contract faster than maybe some of the pitchers, maybe some of the other players that you're expecting. I feel like after George Kirby, I think Cal Raleigh is probably the next person that the Mariners out of the core guys tries to lock up. What do you think
2: about that? Yeah, I could see that too. No doubt. I mean, he's a, he's a, top five catcher probably in the, in the league, you know, Um, hopefully take that next step this year, be an all-star and just keep grinding and taking steps forward every single year. You know, he's what's, this is only his, he's only had, well, last year was his first full season in the bigs. Correct.
1: Yeah. In 22, he got sent down, came back up. The best return I've can ever remember of any Mariner. Um he had like a, a like a Mike Trout coming back from the minors kind of ripping back into the major leagues cuz a lot of people know this Mike Trout. I live down here in in Southern California. I remember he got sent down to the minors, came back up, never turned back. That's what Cal Raleigh's 2022 return felt like. And Yeah, so his
2: Yeah, so his career's just getting going. I mean, he's a baby in the league now, you know. First full season, and God, he's shown a lot. And uh, he's a good player. It's someone I want to keep around. I mean, we've seen our catchers who they've been, you know, the Miguel Olivos, uh, since, you know, probably the most famous catcher in Mariner history, Dan Wilson, left, you know. So it's not an easy p- position to fill that has the skill of Cal that can do it from both sides of the plate and both sides of the ball. So, whatever. Whenever he becomes a free agent or his contract, it's going to be—he's going to be a a well-paid player. Pay now!
1: And then my other question here about Cal is: we talked about the window—the window with a lot of these guys in their pre-arbitration or early arbitration seasons here coming up. You got Cal Raleigh. You got George Kirby. And you got Logan Gilbert. I think we can all agree those are the three Mariners that they need to sign. Or that's that's the other half of the core with Julio, JP, and Cal. I would say that's the core six guys. When you talk about this is the core of the Mariners would you say it's those six? Yeah. Can we agree on that? We're looking at Cal. We're looking at Kirby, who have one more pre-arbitrational year. And we got Gilbert. Gilbert is the only person out of these three that is in an arbitrational season. Estimated he's going to be making about $5 million this year. And Cal and Kirby have one more year until they hit that arbitration. Out of these three people, which person, right now, just hypothetically, do you see the Mariners moving on from and getting something? And which two do you think are going to get those contracts, or do you think it's less than that?
2: I, I personally, I hope all three of them stick around. Um, the so, Mariners yeah. can af- the Mariners can afford them, and they've developed them and that's what you ask for is an organization to develop your homegrown guys and hopefully they turn out to be great players where they deserve to be paid. And the Mariners, you would think, can afford that, but that's another story. Um, I would assume that Kirby has the higher ceiling probably, but Logan's been working on some other pitcher pitches as well. He, I mean, these guys are just such babies only playing, you know, one full season, one and a half full seasons or, you know, or two full seasons. And they're just so early on in their career. It's kind of unfair to think about already, but it just seems to me if they had to make a choice, they would probably, I think, would part with Logan first.
1: Because of the one year ahead in the arbitration. All.
2: Yeah. I mean, he could get be getting paid, you know, I've heard upwards of, you know, not this net, this upcoming year. He has another good year. You know, he can be in the high, high teens as far as salary and arbitration. I've read.
1: I agree. Um, If I was seeing one person that would have to go, if I have to go some big, Blockbuster trade out of this It would definitely be Logan Because he is what he is You're getting what you're getting I've, I I, think there is some ceiling there You're right he is developing some other stuff Wants the ball he's going to get you Lots of innings he has pitched A lot of innings in the last couple Of seasons for the Mariners um, As far as Cal And Kirby I think those are the Two that the Mariners are definitely Going to lock up Let's hope that All three of these guys get locked up, like you said. Maybe we even see them start to get locked up this season. If they start getting locked up this season, then do you look back at 2023's offseason, which is not over yet, but do you look back and go, okay, I understand it a little bit more?
2: I mean, I yeah, I mean, I understand. It doesn't mean I like it, but yeah, Yeah. I understand it. Um, But, you know, you can look at it in another way on the other aspect of it with – you could see you could you could say or make the argument well um we could trade George Kirby we could maybe get the most out of him or for him he has you know the highest ceiling and you know the last number of years of major league experience controllable contract which they you know both are but um Kirby started his clock one year uh, one year later than Logan so you can maybe get more for Kirby. So, I mean, there's all kinds of ways to look at it, but it's hard to say.
1: Yeah. Well, that's about all the, uh, the news we, we have for today. I know there's all kinds of other rumors going on here with, uh, possibly heating up a bit, uh, with the other young pitchers on the team, Wu Miller Um, and Logan kind of gets thrown into that situation, but we're going to let those develop a little bit more. Uh, Mariners still have not put their other foot down or any foot down when they're, when people are like, I'm waiting for the other uh, foot to land or the other shoe to land. It's like they haven't landed one foot. They're still, uh, Neil Armstrong waiting on the, waiting on the ladder to jump onto the moon here. So we'll be back. If anything busts or breaks or anything comes out, we'll be here to talk about it, especially up on the YouTube channel. Uh, podcasts usually will go out in the morning. Uh, but if you want to like, if something like breaks, head on over to the YouTube. We'll we'll have something wait, waiting for you. Um, also, this time of year, this is why you want to subscribe. And right now it's really important to the podcast if you subscribe, also give us those good ratings. Um, if you like the show, if you don't and you don't you don't care for it, don't tune in. It's all good. Uh, there's a lot of Mariners podcasts, there's a lot of places to get out of it. We're just guys, you know, sitting here reacting to this shit. If something happens late at night, trust us, we'll be on here. Uh, with that being said, you know, you know what time it is. <laughs> Че. Че.